This game is played by adults, going over adult content. You've been warned. Welcome to Yes Please, the D&D podcast companion to Check Please. This series of podcasts take place in between episodes of the main Check Please series and go into more detail and depth about specific people and events. This episode takes place in canon within episode 40 of the main series. One of my thoughts yes. is that the night we were camping, mm-hmm. like when we skedaddled away from the village... I figured that's probably a good time to place mm-hmm. this. So Sol takes a walk away from the group in the tent, making sure everything's still okay. Fire's going. People are watching. They take a walk and they put their ring up to their face and they're like, hey, Grow." There's a silence for a few seconds and then you hear Gro's voice. Yes, Sol? Um, is there any chance that Daddy's home right now? Here she rolls some dice to see. Please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, he is. All right. Okay. Um, do you mind if I come home tonight? Of course. That's always happy to see you. <laughs> so he's going to ask you to describe the area so he can find you, yada yada. Yeah, like usual. Like usual. Does he, like, react differently to me saying that we're in Parthenay? Yeah, he's, I mean, it's a pretty far distance from, from where you were last time. <laughs> from the hill? Yeah, from the last time you contacted him, so. It's actually quite a bit closer to home, technically speaking, like, geographically. Uh, you're closer to the mm. old forest than you were in Ville. Yeah, like, Ville was, like, the far the soul probably could have thought of going, at least, so it makes sense. Yeah, so you describe the area, and let me go ahead and try another random roll here. Okay. We'll see he's, if he falls. Yeah, if he kills himself in the teleportation. He manages to successfully teleport to you, and Gro appears nearby. Yay! Hey there! Hello, how are you? It's been a little while since I heard from you. Sol runs up and hugs him. He returns the hug graciously. He kind of, like, holds it maybe a second longer than you expect. Aw, he misses me. (laughs) Cute. It's, yeah, it's, it's been a while. A lot of crazy stuff has been happening lately, and I thought it'd be a good time to kind of come home. Talk some feelings out and stuff like that. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Are you, are you ready to go now? You bet. And Sol is already reaching up to, like, hug him around his neck. <laughs> Alright. He uh, casts a spell and teleports you both back to your family's estate. <laughs> it's winter now, so there's a slight chill in the air. That's okay. I am clothingly prepared. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you're actually a bit overdressed for the Emerald Forest winters. Yeah, the Emerald Forest is, like, the most mild winter. Yeah, it's extremely mild winters there. There's a lot of old magics in place to keep the forest very temperate at all times. Yeah. So, do we end up in the garden then, normally? Yeah, right in the gazebo, as usual. Yay. It feels almost nostalgic now doing this. (laughs) Is that silly? I don't know. not at all. And it's probably to, a good thing to do for my character. <laughs> and to place this in the time stream, this would be the evening of the 28th of January. Yeah. So it's probably Ugh. late at night, I'm assuming, right? Because when you were uh, this yeah. down. Uh, so, okay. So the sun's down, but it's not quite on an unreasonable hour. Like, people could still be awake at this point. We'll say nine o'clock. Okay. Okay. So, Soul. Just happily looks around and then takes Gro's hand and starts leading him towards the inside because they're the person who always goes forward for some reason. He happily <laughs> this is more Gro's home than a soul's home at this point. Well, he set up his lab. I mean, he's happy there. He, I hope so. I hope he doesn't feel trapped or anything. I mean, he's... Uh, I mean, you could ask him. Uh. I could ask him, <laughs> couldn't I? <laughs> but there are more important things we have to do currently. All right. Okay, you uh, head into the house, and it's pretty quiet at this time of night. The evening meal's already been served and cleaned up after. You don't see either of your parents in the main area. Find person spell. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sol enters in the room, looks around, and since they don't see them immediately, they just look up at Gro with, like, big eyes, just like, where are they? <laughs> I'm not entirely certain, but I 
You can look around for them. There's only so many nooks and... <laughs> Soul's eyes just kind of narrow. <laughs> There's only so many places they could be. Yeah. <clears throat> I guess it's easier for me to hide than it is for me to find someone, right? <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so I guess Soul's first instinct would be maybe to find that one room with the fireplace that their mom was sewing in. Mm-hmm. Whatever dress it may be, whether it be their mother's dress or their dress. <laughs> okay, you go back to that area and you do find your mother in the same room. She's currently in a comfortable seat by a fireplace, reading an old book. Aw, mama. She looks up and her face sort of lights up at seeing you. She sets the book to the side and stands up and welcomes you back home. Sol rushes up and gives her a hug. I missed you. I missed you too, dear. How has your adventure gone? Oh, we're kind of in Parthenay right now. <laughs> hmm. That's a bit more civilized than Ville. Uh, honestly, I would like to argue that. <laughs> they seem kind of on edge constantly and ready to arrest anyone. Hmm. Perhaps things have degraded since I've been there last. Yeah, they, they weren't exactly <laughs> the most accepting folks. I mean, I was able to talk around a lot of stuff, but... <laughs> Yeah, not the best. Well, just stay safe, then. I will, I promise. So what brings you home? Mm -hmm. I wanted to talk to Daddy about something. Oh, um, she says that he's most likely in the main library. Oh, no, that's sad. (laughs) Why? Because that's the place that Sol first heard about their dad's infidelity. Ah, okay. They were in the library when they heard the staff talking about a bit of a sore area for them now. They love libraries, don't get me wrong, but that one specifically, (laughs) I don't think they've been back to it. Okay, so, of course, just having that quick face of just instinctive betrayal. Even though they've talked it over with their dad, they can't just get over that the years of hurt from that either. That takes time and healing, you know? Mm -hmm. So... Oh, their face just <laughs> looks hurt for a second, and then they shake their head, and they're like, no, this is fine. We've talked about this. I'm gonna go talk to him, but is there anything you want to talk about before I go talk to him or anything? She kind of gives you a, a gentle smile and says, we'll, we'll talk about it later. It's not quite time yet. Oh, like later tonight? Or... She shakes her head no and says, no, no. <laughs> you have... A bit of time before then. Okay. Sol gives their mom a hug then, and then turns to leave. And, like, right before they leave, they stop in the doorway and just smile at them, and then they go. Yep. She returns the smile. It's very picturesque, currently. Like, what a wonderful life. But not the movie, actually. Uh, No. (laughs) More like a a Lifetime movie moment. Yeah, one of those. Yeah. Okay. And then... Soul heads to the library. And while they're walking to it, they'll go and then they'll stop because they're like in their head too much and trying to like think about how to talk. Okay. Gro is waiting for you outside the room that your mom was in. Aww. He's sort of shadowing slash following you. Oh, sweet boy. So I guess since we'll be walking towards the library together. Um, so how have things been here? Oh, much the same. We're getting more and more petitioners from the village asking for various political favors. Ew. Yeah. Apparently they think that I'm the one to talk to, since you're not in very often. I'm sorry, what? (laughs) Well, I suppose since they all think that everything's going to be, well, since the power will be shifting here in a few months, any petitioners have been wanting to talk to you, and since you haven't been here, they've well, they've sort of defaulted to me. It's been, My um, mother is still in power. It's true, but it's also, well, it's people planning for the future, I suppose. No. I don't think they mean any disrespect toward your mother. It's just they're being pragmatic, I suppose. <sighs> Neither way, it gets a bit tiresome. Are you doing okay here? Mm-hmm. He gives you a smile. Yes, I mean, I've... Can I, I sense motive? Yeah. <laughs> Because I actually have a point in that now, so it's not completely useless. Only slightly useless. Only slightly. Yay! Mm, that's an eight! That's an eight! Adjusted. <laughs> yep. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you get the sense that he's 100% genuine. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been it's been a good change, I think. But 
you know, to be honest, I'm, I think I'll be happier with, when you're here with me. But I completely understand the current situation. I mean, I kind of screwed the pooch with going to that place in the first place. What do you mean? Uh, well, we, we talked about how I couldn't get in contact with you that one time, and I asked you to start setting up defenses a bit more here. Yeah, I've, I've actually gotten a bit further on that. I've spoken to a lot of the people in the village, and some of them, I suppose, have been a bit bored. So I actually had quite a few volunteers for militia. Really? He nods. Yeah, some of the wizards, as well as many of the rangers, they've seemed interested in joining. So we've actually have a small but dedicated force already, and it's it's barely been a few days. That's that's amazing. Oh, this is perfect. Well, I certainly hope so, but I hope nothing actually happens. I mean, I would hate for anything to happen at the village. It's it's. Well, Soul looks guilty. Since they're still, like, slowly walking towards the library, they kind of reach out and grab Gro's hand, and they just interlace their fingers together. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to make sure that that won't happen. We're going to have a good wedding. I know we will. I won't let him hurt us. I know you won't. When you set your mind something, you accomplish it. <laughs> I want to make sure to do this as fast as possible. I, yeah, I'm doing this for us. And I won't stop. Since your hands are interlaced, he pulls it up to his mouth and gives the back of your hand a kiss. Eee. And says, <laughs> it will be perfect. Don't worry. You're perfect. <laughs> what? Nothing. <laughs> they still have their hand interlaced, but they're kind of more leaning and grow while walking. Right hand with his left hand, and then they have their left hand around his elbow. Mm-hmm. You know, arm hugging almost. Oh, yeah. As close as possible when you're walking kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Heads leaned up against the shoulder. It's very sweet. The two of you uh, have arrived at the library. Uh, <laughs> Soul is just staring at the doors to it currently. Do you want me to go in with you? No. I I need to talk to him when I'm one. Just wait for me, okay? Of course. Soul goes into the library and they close the doors behind them. You Closing the doors, they turn around. Mm-hmm. You walk in, you close the doors, you turn around and look into the library of the house. There's multiple shelves, books lined along the walls. The room is very tall, and you see standing on the far side of the room, peering through a few different books, milling through a section, you see your father. Can I see what book he's reading at all? He's looking at a world history section, and he's sort of milling between books right now. He has his finger running across some of the spines. (laughs) One of those types. Not that unusual from Soul. Possibly he's either researching a specific topic and he's looking for the right book, or he's between books and he's looking for something else to read. It's hard to tell. Uh, Soul's gonna walk up slowly to... Well, slowly and quietly to him to figure out what his game is currently. Okay. Uh, do you want to make a stealth check? or are you I do. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> I went ahead and rolled her perception for him. I got a 17. <clears throat> okay. You get about, say, 10 paces from him, and he turns to look at you. He's got big ears. He's an elf. We all got big ears here. (laughs) He turns to look over at you. Ah, hello, dear. Welcome back. Hey, Daddy. How have you been? Uh, Well, just returned from the dwarves. The iron iron halls are um, not the most hospitable place. At least for us. The dwarves seem to like it. That's that's good. They, um... I mean, the dwarves that I've run into, some are nice and grateful that you get a mind working, and some get really upset because you dissolve star metal. <laughs> Sounds like a, there's a bit of a story behind that. Yeah. <laughs> well, if, if you want to sit down, I can tell you. I would very much like that. There's so, a, I, I assume in the library there's plenty of lounge chairs. Yeah, there, so. there's a fair number of overstuffed chairs that are sort of arrayed in a semicircle around a nice hearth that has mm-hmm. a, currently a cozy fire burning in it. I also assume probably just as research, there's probably like past the cozy chairs and stuff is a table that's rectangular and long so that you can set like a million books down to research shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's <clears> currently <throat> some on it, yeah. Yeah. What what books are uh, on the table currently? Still about the same genre that he was reading? Yeah, world history. It looks like specifically the last three or four hundred years. Interesting. Okay, so Soul kind of starts walking over to the comfy couches, and they kind of wait for their dad to sit down first. Okay. He takes a seat, and you have his full attention. 
Okay, so Sol sit down. They kind of start by explaining how they got the job to go to the mine in the first place from Siva. Mm-hmm. And when they talk about Siva, they kind of look down and they smile and, and their face gets just a little bit flushed. Mm-hmm. But they continue the story nonetheless. As soon as like Siva's out of the subject, they're like back to normal. Yeah. I saw that roll. I saw a roll. That was a perception check from your father. <laughs> And Sol's going through and explaining when they got to the village, how mean some of them were and stuff. And they very vaguely go over Hildy past that they're the ones that gave them the scroll. Because they don't need to go over the weavers, because that's not really, like, too big in the story. That They kind of go fast over that one. Sure, sure. But they do explain, like, Hildy told them that a meteorite was bothering the Fae and stuff. And how they also gave them a scroll to do stone shape, was it? Yes, yes it was. I'm just gonna assume Soul barely remembers at this point. <laughs> just like, I don't know, this is a spell, stone shape or some shit. I don't know. They talk about how annoyed they were <laughs> with Levette. <laughs> Being like, almost ready to let other miners suffer again. <laughs> and they, they start explaining how they met dwarves on the way to um, the meteorite, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And then kind of the instances that happened. And they kind of, yeah, no, they, they'd explain like what happened with the Fae. And they are not bringing in the details about being afraid of Grow at that time. Mm. They're choosing to avoid that. Mostly because they know Grow's inside of the fucking yeah. room anyways. Yeah, he could probably overhear um, it if he wanted to. Yeah. And then they talk about how when they got back to the village, they insisted on making a statue, which Sol's, like, rolling their eyes the entire time. <laughs> like, oh my god. So, and then they just kind of show you, like, and, you know, ruined some miners' lives, but we helped an entire race of beings, so I don't know. Your father's listening along and nodding <laughs> as you tell this long story. He's not said a word or interrupted you in any way. Well, I like to think that Soul talks a mile a minute when they're, like, focused on something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they probably wouldn't have even noticed if he said anything. <laughs> they're just like... <laughs> that fast-forward option. <laughs> yeah, that's for the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways. And so Soul kind of finishes it, like, around just, like, the statue getting made and them being like... And that was ridiculous. There should not have been a statue made. <sighs> yep. <laughs> So you, you just sort of wrap up your story after the statue? Yeah. Okay. You have been very busy then. And that was only like in a month, I think. Impressive. So you decided to come back? I I need to take care of something first before I come home. I okay. kind of made a mistake. Oh, uh, alright. I'm sure it wasn't that bad. Soul's not looking at him anymore. <laughs> They're now looking into the fire. I would say that perhaps I've endangered a lot of people by an accident that I'm trying to fix before people get hurt, currently. Well, as long as you can prevent it, then I suppose there's no harm done. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. That's right. You're right. You're so right. Mm. (laughs) They're so awkward around their fucking dad. Daddy, I... I have a question about something. Of course. What is it? I don't know if I'm a bad person. (laughs) What are you talking about? I've known you from the moment you were born. You're not a bad person. Okay, well, let me finish my statement first. (laughs) And then determine if I'm a bad person. (laughs) He closes his mouth. So, (laughs) there's this person that I visited sometimes when I was in Ville. Mm -hmm. And... I, I love Grove very, very much. I don't think anyone can argue with that. Right. Um, but um, I, I think sometimes, I think sometimes I like other people too at at the same time. But it's like everyone's different. But like, but that also doesn't mean I don't like him. And hmm. Soul just looks frazzled at this point. They don't know how to explain their feelings. <laughs> Make a perception check. Okay. That is a t- 32. That's that's perfect. <laughs> okay. You hear footsteps getting further away outside. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, Greg has to go kind of play life, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Soul looks distressed now. So 
Your father will get up from his seat, and he's going to come over, and he's going to kneel down sort of in front of your cozy chair. He's going to take one of your hands, and he's going to hold them with both of his, and he's going to look you in the eye and say, I understand. Uh, I understand um, probably better than you think. Soul's face gets kind of gross. There's a lot of pressure on the, the front part of their lips, but the corners are kind of angling out. Like, they're, they're about to start crying, pretty much. Mm-hmm. It, it's not pretty crying. It's ugly crying. <laughs> <laughs> he explains that elves live a very long time, and the heart is a fickle thing. It loves what it loves, and it's not your fault who or what you fall in love with. Why does it feel like it's my fault? He kind of just gives like a half smile and says that it's something you're going to have to learn to live with. I feel like I'm going to hurt people. Not like physically, but you know. Some people (coughs) have a harder time accepting than others. Some people have a harder time understanding love than others. Some people think that love should be a certain way, and it isn't. It's messy and confusing, strange. But it's also the the most wonderful thing in the world. Yeah. There was someone I met recently. You can't tell anyone this. Soul's slowly degrading to more childish because he, uh, home. <laughs> he takes one of his hands and makes like a little cross over his heart. Oh, so cute. There was this guy I met in prison. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh my god. Just that fucking bombshell just gets dropped. He, he's like immediately stunned by that sentence. Prison? Well, I was in Parthenay and I didn't have a passport or anything or any sort of certificate of living there or anything. So when I said I was just a traveling bar, which is technically true, they didn't believe me and they took me into jail. And then I sat in a room and then this guy from this other wall was like, hey, push this brick. And then I did. And then he was like, help me. And I was like, no, I don't speak to criminals. And then I was sitting there for a while. And then they were like, you're going to be here for several months. And I was like, well, I can't do that. I have to get married. So then I pushed the brick in and then he was there. And then he was like, here's my wrists. And then I took his mage thingies off and then he teleported us out of the prison, and then we ran away from the town. Your father blinks twice <laughs> and says, All right. But he was kind of weird. Weird how? I don't know. He, like, acted impressed with himself or something. I don't know. He still trying to explain why they feel <laughs> feelings because they don't even understand the feelings. <laughs> he, like, was like a jerk, but... Not actually a jerk. I just feel like he had this jerk vibe. And (laughs) he's actually pretty polite now that I think about it. But he told me he'd be my prisoner, and then he disappeared on me. Then you're upset that that he escaped? Yeah, but... So why did you want to imprison him? sounded like he helped you escape prison himself. Yeah, but I don't know. Alright. I mean, well, the rest of my group was upset that he ran away. Technically, he left us. Soul harshly says us because they're still not 100% sure if that letter was for them because they're goddamn dense. (laughs) (laughs) He left a letter for us to go to the water and find a wharf master and tell a code and then there should be a boat. But like, part of me kind of hopes that he'll be there and I don't understand. I don't even know this guy. Like, I met him in jail. Your father kind of chuckles. He says, well, like I said, sometimes sometimes the heart is strange and squishy. <laughs> Soul puts their hand on their chest and looks uncomfortable for a second. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> well, uh, a lot of the times, you, if you meet someone and they make you feel a certain way, then that's just the way it is. I mean, it's... I'm not a bad person? Of course not. I told you before, I've known you since you were born. You're not a bad person. You're just... I feel like a bad person. You're just young, that's all. (sighs) Now, (laughs) just because you have a feeling about someone doesn't mean you have to act on it. But I do trust you to be old enough and wise enough to make your own decisions. Of course, I'm practically an adult daddy. He gives you a smile. I'm not gonna, like, do anything. I just don't really get feelings... Currently. There's a lot's been going on, you know? He nods. It sounds like you've been very busy. Yeah, there's no stops on this road trip. Well, I'm I'm very tired. 
Your room's here if you ever need to... I know. Hey, Daddy? Yes, Sol? What are you researching? Oh, all this? Uh, he kind of, like, gestures a thumb at the table full of books. I was just looking into some recent history, trying to figure out a timeline of events. I just have a feeling, that's all. Do you, do you mind sharing with me? I love history. <laughs> love books. Well, it has to do with the family legacy, I suppose, right? Yeah, what of it? Well, I'm trying to figure out exactly what happened. And it's really, there's not any good material documented, at least in any of these books, about it. It's most likely something that was just never written down, so it's probably a fruitless chase in the first place. What do you mean, what happened? Well, I mean, with with our family. with Like, how it started? He nods. Yes, there's just some details that I was hoping to uncover, but he kind of shakes his head. I just I don't think that any of it's been documented. Ooh. Here's, here's the moment where I'm like, do I lead Soul's curiosity to find out the exact thing that their dad wants, or do I want them to be safe? Hmm. All right, it's research time. <laughs> so Soul kind of stands up, and they go over to the books. Mm-hmm. And they kind of look around what specific pages he's landed on to figure out, to pinpoint what he specifically means. Because Sol, I mean, Sol knows about their ancestor and stuff. And like Mm. Corona actually knowing their great, so odd grandma. Mm. So I want to see if he's trying to research the angel portion of this or if it's something that Sol doesn't know yet. As you're helping him, he explains what he's uncovered and what he's looking for. So he's found corroborated evidence across the world when certain conjuration and gate travel magic stopped working, right? And it was all this particular date a while ago, right? And he's got it within this window of probably a month. So he knows that, you know, it was around this time that the barrier was put up in the first place. Okay. So he's got that on lockdown. What he's trying to find out is how long the enemy had been here before Before that. Right. Oh, that's something I would love to know. He's looking at all these books and he's like (laughs) looking for references for like anything about that type of magic or any strange occurrences in the world over a stretch of probably 50 years. He's found a couple things, but nothing that seems conclusive. And your family's library is pretty extensive, but it's by no means, it's by no means perfect. So he's not that discouraged. That it doesn't exist, it's just that he'll have to travel more to find it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Soul's looking over all this, and they kind of mumble out, I wonder if Corona knows. Your father says, that name sounds familiar? With a question mark. But I'm not sure, I can't quite place it. Has he been in any of these books? I know him. He's very old. He doesn't place the name. He got the check high enough that it's vaguely familiar to him, but he doesn't know from where. Gotcha. So he's heard the name before, <clears throat> but he, he doesn't know in what context he's heard it. Gotcha. Well, he told me he um met one of me and mom's ancestors. So he's, like you said, he's fairly old. Yeah, he's really old. <laughs> Is he a dragon, a serpentes, an elf? No, he's like part tree. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> well, I think he was human, because I didn't see any ears on him, and Sol, you know, flicks their own ears and, like, (laughs) has them bobble for a second. Oh oh my god. (laughs) Didn't know that was a trick that Sol could do. Well, since I kind of imagine elf ears slightly cat-like, because they'll, like, Mm. go up and down via expressiveness. Oh yeah, no, they're they're total, like, mood indicators. Yeah. sure. So, I just figured just flicking them, they not exactly jiggle a bunch, but just, like, a little bit. I love your concept of elves having jiggly ears. Jiggle might not be the best word. It's just... So, yeah, Sol's like, I didn't see any ears on him. He had a lot of plants growing on him. But I'm about to meet with someone who might be, like, the oldest thing that I know of. So, maybe I'll get more answers there. Hold on. I'm going to have him make a knowledge nobility. (laughs) He nods his head. And that's why you're traveling through Parthenay. Of course. <laughs> okay. You want to meet the Queen of Daraham. Yeah. Hmm. You do know that she's a lich, right? Soul nods their head. I mean, I got it through context clues, but like, yeah, pretty much. Well, all right then. I suppose it's 
as long as you're careful. I'm trying my best. I'm hoping with that one guy who helped us out. I hope maybe he can help us not make a lich angry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, sounds like you have everything planned out at least. Uh, Well, I have things planned out. And then, you know, I have to also coordinate the fact that my party members, um, well, one of them's on base with me normally. One tends to be a loose cannon, glass cannon. Um, she, she has a lot of impulse control problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and one of them, she she's still learning to be a person. She was a torture victim for the majority of her childhood. <clears throat> I see. And then there's this one, I don't know, guy. I don't know. He's been really sweet on that impulse control person lately. I don't know why. Like, I've always been there for him since, like, for a while now. And that bothers you? Yeah, kind of. He raises an eyebrow. And do you have some feelings toward this person as well? Soul's brain shuts down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what? It just uh, seems to me the way you're reacting leads me to believe that you may have feelings for this one, too. Soul looks at the ground. He puts his hand on your shoulder. It's all right. Like we said, the heart wants what the heart wants. It's not your fault. I just, I guess I didn't think about it. I just felt angry. Mm-hmm. That anger comes from somewhere. Dad, growing up sucked. He laughs. <laughs> it's, um, it's certainly an interesting part of life. But I will say that there are advantages for when it's all done. It's worth going through. It's all nods. Do you know Rose? At all? You, you can tell that, that he was not expecting that transition. <laughs> Hearing that name took him aback a bit. Yes, sort of. You haven't been in much contact with her, huh? Not recently, no. I, well, I always, I didn't want to cause any problems with her life. I wanted to make sure that she was happy. And I knew that I probably couldn't do that. What do you mean? I can only be in one place at a time. And between my duties as a diplomat and my family here, I, I couldn't be everywhere I needed to be. So the best thing I could do was to make sure that people were comfortable. And before you even ask, all of the money that I've sent, it's always been from my own personal accounts. I've never used the family's wealth for it. I, I wasn't going to ask that, but it's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> it's the least I could do for them. So, were you not in contact with any of your kids? Some, I, well, I used to be with many of them, and then some of them asked me to not be. Sol looks confused. He looks kind of hurt, thinking back on this particular memory. Huh. Sol puts a hand on their father's shoulder and looks up at him. Like I said, sometimes people don't understand the heart, and people think that love should be a certain way. So... They found out because you didn't explain it? Well, when when some of them were younger, they would keep in contact with me, either via letters or I would, I would visit more often. And as some of them reached adulthood and they, they began to question things, I was honest with them and, it, well, some of them don't want to talk to me, but I understand, I understand why. Well, I don't know them yet, but... It seemed like Rose really wanted to meet you at some point in her life. It's good to know. Thank you. Soul hugs their father. He hugs back. You get the sensation of a tear on your shoulder. Oh, that's really sad. <laughs> Who knew Soul would be consoling their father? <laughs> it's okay, Dad. There will be plenty of people in the world who can accept you for who you are. It just takes some time sometimes. He nods. Sides. I'm always here for you. Well, you have an adventure to finish. Yeah. And I guess I'm still kind of mad at you. Soul kind of has like a mischievous smile. He returns the same smile. You got it from him after all. (laughs) Well, after my journey is done and my duty is done to the village, we're going to go traveling, right? Of course. That's the plan. Cool. I don't ever want to go to the Steam Isles again. He laughs. I've... Been there a few times, and I don't really blame you. The whole place <laughs> kind of smells like sulfur. The foreshadowing is we'll probably go back to the Steam Isle at some point. Epic foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs>
Sol's just gonna be like, God damn it. But Sulk looks over the books again and looks up at their dad. You know, I did invite Corona to the wedding. Maybe you could ask him then. Oh, that would be that would be great. I'll, I'll do that. Cool. Sol kind of starts to turn to leave and kind of peers back at their father with new respect, I guess. He looks at you and you see he just has a, a look on his face that he's, he appears to be extremely proud of you. See you later, Daddy. See you later. And they leave the library. <laughs> right. Sol leaves the library. Gro is not outside. Oh, I am fully aware. <laughs> Time to go looking for my boyfriend. Whoopsies. <laughs> I guess I'll check the garden first. Okay. You walk out into the garden and you see the gazebo and the flowers and everything else out there. You do not see Gro. Okay. Make a perception check. Okay. Uh, ooh, that's an 18. 18. You look around and you do not see grow. Can I use detect magic with my eye? Yeah. Okay, I do that. Okay. You sweep around and sort of look in all directions and you do sense some magical aura up on the roof of the house. Oh, I see. Uh Uh-oh. That's never a good sign. (laughs) All right. Wow, Soul is going full younger ages today. And doing all their childish antics. <laughs> so they find a trellis, pretty much, mm-hmm. that has been replaced many a times due to them as a small child. And they climb up it to get on the roof. All right, you climb up the trellis and get up on the roof. Make a climb check, just for a good measure. Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. Trellises are pretty easy to climb. A nat 20. Boom. You zip up the side of your house like you have a hundred times before. And up at the top, you see Gro sitting on the very top of the roof, gazing up at the stars. So, Souls probably crawls on the roof when they're on it, Mm -hmm. because for some reason they think that doesn't make as much noise. Yeah. (laughs) So this is all, like, instinct from when they were younger right now. Mm -hmm. So, they kind of crawl up to him, and not going next to him, they just put their head against his back. Mm Mm-hmm. And they sit down and they have their head forward in kind of a more bowing position. He doesn't say anything. Oof. I think Sol's gonna wait just a little bit before they say anything in case he wants to take time to talk, to configure his thoughts. Mm-hmm. He's just staring up at the stars and he's not saying a word. Did he not react to, like, Sol even touching him? He didn't, like, flinch or anything, but yeah, he's not He's not doing too much. Hey. Hey. Are you mad at me? I'm not sure. Yeah, that's a reasonable response. <laughs> I, that's okay. I overheard something and I'm confused. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, I think I do. So you had introduced Siva previously, right? Like you had mentioned, like they had. Yeah. Had they met and in person? They have not met in person. Okay. I do know that Soul has talked about Gro in front of Siva while wearing the ring before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Gro doesn't um, know about the depth of that relationship. No. No. Okay. Past that, at some point in Hartenshin, mm-hmm. something happened. Yeah, but he's also under the assumption that that's all in the past. <laughs> Which is why he, yeah. was, he was okay with it. Well, nothing's technically happened since they've mm-hmm. gotten engaged. Yeah, no, I know. So, I overheard something and I know that I shouldn't have been listening in. It's my own fault. Will you forgive me for that? Of course. I heard you mention that you loved someone else. Is that true? It's not someone else. It's more like at the same time. I don't understand. I know. I don't really get it either. It's just feelings. I love you with every fiber of my being. And you can look me in the eye... I don't think you can get much personality from a glass eye. (laughs) You can look me in the eye and know I'm telling the truth with that. But at the same time, although I still don't fully understand it, I also love other people. Well, at least only one officially currently, kind of. But it's it's kind of wishy-washy because it's complicated. But I still don't fully understand it. But pretty much what I understand is I'm really not that different from my dad. 
he lets out like a long breath. How many others are there? Can you be more specific? Is it is it just like how many people do you have weird feelings for, or just other stuff? I I don't know both. I guess. Well, I already explained to you what happened when I was at school. And those weren't really emotional at all. He makes a grunt to acknowledge it. And then there's one I know that I have a lot of feelings for, but you know I can't. I won't do anything if you're uncomfortable and there's this maybe weird feeling I have for one of my party members but I, I don't really understand it fully yet and I need to figure it's, that out it's not the one that <laughs> shot me is it no ew <laughs> gross no I definitely do not like her in any romantic sense ew it's the druid isn't it no I don't think she likes people <laughs> Or beings. She's not really touchy. Well, it's not the necromancer, is it? No. No, she's like a kid sister or someone I take care of. No. (sighs) He kind of like lets out a weird sigh. Soul still has their fucking head bowed against his back. Very awkward conversations. I can't believe I feel jealous toward a halfling. Soul thought about correcting him. <laughs> what? <laughs> but he's not technically a halfling. Oh, God. <laughs> but was like, mm, better not. <laughs> Maybe not the best time. <laughs> Maybe not the best time to bring that up. Uh, I, I need some time to process this, alright? Yeah, I, I understand. Do you want me to go? Since he's been like, quiet for a little bit. Even though they were trying their best, instinctively they grab on his cloak with one hand. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand how you can... If you can love someone with every fiber of your being, how how do you have room to love anyone else? I don't know. But it'd be like we're married. Or we're going to be married. <laughs> hmm. And I'll live the rest of my life with you. That is 100% true. I just also happen to have feelings for other people, too, and they won't probably change my living situation in any way, but that doesn't discount the feelings that I have. It's just the way that I live, and it's new to me, and I don't 100% get it. Dad seems to mostly get it, but even he seems to still be figuring stuff out. I guess... It all just depends on if you're okay with me being me. He's silent for a long time. I... Honestly, I don't know. Oof. Oof. Um, I'm going to need some time. Oddly enough, that hurt more than Soul thought it would. They release his cloak, and they stand up and start walking off of the roof. (sighs) He keeps staring at the stars. Sola goes down the trellis and goes back inside and they look really fucking sad. And I guess they'll go back to the library for now. Okay. You go into the library and you find your father is reading a a book currently. I like to imagine that everything is showing on Sol's face currently. Oh yeah, I was going to have him make a, a sense motive check, but he doesn't even need to. He sees you and sets the book down, stands up and walks over. What's wrong? So I talked to Gro, and he kind of overheard stuff. I see. Similar to a conversation that your mother and I had. He opens his arms up for a hug. Soul doesn't, like, really move very much. They just kind of go into it without moving their arms. Yeah, he closes his arms around you. It it will get easier, I promise. Is this a curse? It has to be a curse. (laughs) No, it's no curse. It does complicate things, but it's no curse. (sighs) I just thought these kind of conversations would be easier. I thought a lot of things in life would be easier. Maybe someday. I just... I do love Grow. I I don't know what to say to him. I know, at least with your mother, it it took some time for her to understand. And, well, the situation was a bit different, to be honest. Soul tilts their head. I told you before that your mother and I never really 
had strong feelings toward each other. Soul still has their head buried in their father's chest, probably, but they definitely make an unhappy face. <laughs> yeah. We both love you so much. It's hard for some people to accept people like you and I, but that doesn't that doesn't make us any less valid as people, and it doesn't discount our feelings because they're just as real as anyone else's. They're just different from what's normal. He nods. Yes. And some people have trouble accepting and adjusting to that. I think Ro will come around. He might just need some time. Yeah, maybe maybe he'll talk to Mom. Be a good Do idea. you think she'd have good insight on that? Possibly. Well, I guess I'll go give her a quick heads up just so she's not surprised. Of course. <laughs> yep, that, that'll be a great conversation with my mom. Well, if that says my life is perfect one more time, I'm going to kill her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, he'll release you from the hug and see you off. Saul goes back to the uh, lounge room pretty much. Okay. You find your mother has sort of like nodded off is probably the wrong term. because It's kind of like sleep. about to. She's probably at the end of her day. She's still reading, but maybe she's not entirely attentive anymore. Okay. Sulk walks in and sits on a chair that's, like, across from their mom. She kind of, like, inhales sharply and looks over. Oh, I didn't see you come in. Inhales sharply? When she recognized you were in here, she kind of just, like, breathes in. Like she was, again, like, nodding off is probably the, the closest thing to it. Yeah. Okay. So, there might be some point where you'll need to talk to Grow, because you probably need someone to relate to currently. She looks somewhat confused. What do you mean? It might be more similar to Dad than I thought I was. She raises an eyebrow. Gonna have me explain it, Mom. How similar do you mean? Like with feelings and people and stuff. She nods. Oh, that will complicate things. I mean, I won't act on anything if he's uncomfortable. I just, at least the fact that we're talking about it. Yeah, I don't fully understand it myself, and I feel like if anyone could help him out, it'd be you, Mom. Oh, yes, I'll, I'll do that if he if he approaches. I'll, I'll talk to him, of course. Or should I approach him? Uh, I'd, I'd let him do it. I, I think he still needs time to just think on his own. Alright. Uh, yeah. I just wanted to let you know <laughs> before you went to bed. That's all. Uh, okay, I'm gonna... Soul awkwardly starts getting up. I love you, Mom. I love you too, Soul. Sweet dreams. She nods. Soul walks out of the room. <laughs> well, like, I don't want to bug Grow in his room, I guess, so... I really don't want to go to their room. Because that's still weird. I guess they'll go to that one room with the moon window, pretty much. Like, the big giant just wall of window. Mm -hmm. Where things happened. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You go to that nook. The room sits empty. As usual. Soul just takes off their boots and, you know, takes off whatever would be uncomfortable to sleep on, pretty much. Mm -hmm. And, uh, they grab a blanket and they kind of cozy up on that one couch. Mm -hmm. And I guess they go to bed. How do they get back? Because <laughs> they really need someone's help. <laughs> I know, right? It's like, you're kind of stranded now. Maybe they'd ask their dad in the morning? Mm -hmm. You're laying on that couch looking at the moon window. Yeah. They're, like, trying to figure out how to get back. <laughs> you hear a voice. Soul. Uh, Soul, like, sits up first and looks around. Because it didn't say up. <laughs> Is anyone in the room? No. Hello? Soul, can you meet me in the garden? Yeah. It's, it's yeah, Rose's voice, and it's, it appears to be coming from your ring. I can... I'll be there soon. Soul gets up, puts all their shit back on. Uh, you, you probably laid down for the better part of an hour. Puts all their shit back on. And they're, they're like, running towards the garden pretty much. <laughs> Thrust the doors open and they have that where you stop, like, a little too fast while you're running. Where you, like, kind of lurch forward a bit. Yeah. Illuminated in the night sky, you see standing under the gazebo is Gro. Soul walks towards him? I, I know that my feelings aside, the... The trip you're on is extremely important. Not just to you and me, but to the world. Okay? Okay. 
I, I shouldn't let my feelings get in the way of you finishing what you need to do. But what do you want? Just you. Not as anything specific as like even a member of this village. Just you yourself. What do you want? You already know that. That's the only thing I've ever wanted. Soul takes one step forward. And I'll be here for you as soon as it's done. I promise. I know. He uh, starts to cast a teleportation spell. Oh, he's gonna do that, huh? Okay. Hmm. Alright. He holds his hand this out. This is how Soul takes his hand. You reappear outside your campsite. Soul still has his hand. They're just looking at him. His breath is kind of shaky. I'll wait for you when you're ready. I love you. Be safe. Soul releases his hand and looks down. I'll try my best. He says nothing. He doesn't immediately move. He just sort of watches you. Alright, if he's still there. Then one of them eyes is crying. Because only one can. So, probably just seeing the reflections of just the water against the moonlight. Their face is down, but not fully, you know? Mm-hmm. They just look like a defeated child, mostly. It's, pre- it's pretty fucking pitiful. Well, let's be honest. Yeah, and, and Gro is not leaving. He's just, he's looking at you. It's almost like his eyes are just drinking you in. Okay. So, they're gonna hold out one arm and try to grab his cloak then. He doesn't, like, pull back or anything. Okay, that's mostly what I was checking. If he doesn't pull back, then Soul's gonna slowly inch towards him and then just hug him. You get the sense that his brain is moving, like, a mile a minute. And as you move closer, he leans down and goes in for a kiss. Aw, Soul definitely kisses him. Gro kind of reaches his arms down and kind of grabs Soul, sort of under the arms. Mm-hmm. Kind of lifts you up a little bit. Soul's gonna break that kiss very slightly and just whisper, I won't run away from you again. He kind of, like, moves his head down and starts to kiss it on your neck. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Can I sense mode of this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God damn it, that's worse than my first one! It's a seven! Three plus four, seven. Jesus Christ, it doesn't even matter if I you, fucking, like, put I a mean, point there. Yeah, like, your sense motive on this is you are confused, I guess. Because, like, he was just mad at you. This doesn't make sense. He yeah. Was, he was mad at you, and now he's kissing you. It doesn't make sense. No, not at all. No. <laughs> Poor soul. Poor dumb soul. <laughs> they are fucking dumb. <laughs> I, um, hmm. He's gonna, like, move his arms. He was sort of lifting up, up the ground a little bit. His hands are gonna move to the center of your back and start sort of Uh-oh. rubbing along your spine. Uh-oh. As he, as he continues to kiss your neck. That's 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 the special spot there. <laughs> Uh-oh, spaghetti <laughs> Soul instantly melts. (laughs) Moving one arm, probably his right arm, further down, he's going to support you under your butt. Because he already sort of has you off your feet a little bit. Yeah. He's going to kind of support you under your butt and end up kind of laying you down on the ground. Oh. Okay. (laughs) This is happening. (laughs) Alright. Okay. We're just going to do this outside of the camp. Alright. Cool. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Soul's head is just going in swirls now. Yeah. They're just like, what What is happening? What? Everything's moving really fast. (laughs) Oh, even me. I'm trying to, like, (laughs) figure out what I'm saying. Do you need a minute? (laughs) No. No, that doesn't make sense for Soul if they get a minute. (laughs) Oh, just... Really quick looking at his hands, if possible. Mm-hmm. Is he wearing that one ring? What, the wedding ring? No, the safety ring. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he's... he's He um, is. He's sort of wearing, wears a um, habit now. Mostly because they're like, well, I have a duty to uphold. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of just made his life really terrible recently. Like, I'm on a great streak for doing that for this guy. God damn. Well, did you want him to remove the ring or not? Um, yeah, maybe. How many months do I have? You I have two months. Two months. Yeah. Yeah, it should be fine. If anything does actually happen. You want to tell him to do that? Yeah. 
Yeah, Sol tells him to remove the ring. Oh, roleplay it. No, that's embarrassing. (laughs) 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 Okay. At this point, he's laid you down, and he's sort of uh, working on undressing you. Okay, Sol will grab the hand that has that ring. Mm -hmm. And they're not really saying anything, Mm -hmm. but they start to just kind of pull at it slightly and then look up at him. He looks at the ring and looks at you, kind of confused. He's like, but that's... I know. You want me to take it off? I mean, if you want to. He kind of, like, looks at you, top to bottom, in your current state, and he kind of takes, like, one breath, and then takes the ring off and slips it in his pocket. And at that point, he is going to kind of redouble his efforts, and he is going to uh, just throw himself into it. (laughs) (laughs) They say that makeup sex is the best sex. (laughs) (laughs) And you also get the double of that, plus this sort of emotional revelation. And he is going to... I think that the best yeah. the best word to say about this is passionate. <laughs> Scene fade to black. <laughs> Scene fade to black. Woof. It, you know everything's all finished well before morning light, so you can uh, oh, yeah. you can get back to camp and still get your four hours of meditation in before morning. Mm-hmm. When it's all said and done, Grow is sort of like cuddling with you in, in yeah. the soft grass, and he's going to whisper into your ear. He's going to say that no matter what happens you know that he is devoted to you completely. Hmm. Aww. So we'll probably just hold on to him just a little bit harder, just like a bit of a tighter squeeze Mm -hmm. as their way of appreciating that. I love you. I love you. (sighs) Well, hopefully no one hurt us. (laughs) About that. (laughs) I'm gonna make everyone make a perception check beginning of next session. Jesus Christ! Okay. <laughs> like I said, it was passionate. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, rather than drifting off to sleep there, when you're all kind of done with your moment, he's going to put himself back together and help you do the same. Yeah. And then he's going to ask you to, to be careful, and if anything happens, to contact him at the first sign of trouble, and that he loves you very, very much. Mm. I promise. I love you too. Soul gives him a, a squeeze again before mm-hmm. he has to go. Yeah. It's held a few seconds longer than typical. And he, mm-hmm. uh, And their hugs are normally long. Yeah, so. long hugs. So yeah. And then the hug is broken and he tells you goodnight. Aw. My sweet boy. And at that point he casts his teleport spell and disappears. <sighs> Well, time to get some fucking rest. That was a roller coaster of a night. Right? Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Alright, so you make it back to camp. Watch order is Vera, Sol, Marcus, and Lavette. So you're coming in. No, Karis. Karis doesn't take watch. She's too weak. Gotcha. She can't stay awake. Like She has such shitty constitution, she can't stay awake. <laughs> that um, poor girl. <laughs> so, current watch is actually Lavette. God damn it! <laughs> Oh, can I'm. You know what? I'm. I'm gonna just uh, invisibility sneak into there. Fuck That's that. That's probably for the best. Yeah, you cast oh, invisibility Jesus. and go back into camp. Uh, yeah, and then I it. got twenty nine on stealth, which so, is a plus twenty with invisibility. With invisibility, so you got a forty nine on your stealth. So it's pretty. Yeah. Pretty clear. Levette will not find you on your way back. <laughs> I'm fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you get back into camp and settle down for meditation. Nailed it. (laughs) Nailed it. Thanks for listening. As always, special thanks to Protagonist for the theme music and Emily Roll for Fantasy for this episode's soundtrack. Interested in following us on social media? Follow us on Twitter at CheckPleaseDND. Or want to support the podcast and be part of the Czech Republic? Go to our Patreon under Kanishra. Until next time!